Hello and welcome back to TNI UK Impacted, coming to you live via the Total Nonstop Impact Network and on YouTube and of course Twitch. I'm your host Bison and today I'm joined by the one and only Gioker. And this week, feeling much better, the man simply known as Steve. All right, boys, how are we doing this week? We're all good. How are you? I am absolutely Fan, bloody hell! Did I just see that right? Yes, Courtney, you did. are you crazy? Wow! Thank you, ever so much, Courtney, for that. That's amazing. Um, wow! Um, I, I don't know what to say. Finger. Well, we know just that. We, we just to got to say, say thank you. We just got to say yeah. thank you, um, and just let us know any potential sound bites that you might like us to post. Mm -hmm. I, I post. I know. I know you love the sound bites, mm -hmm. so uh, just let us know. And uh, Steve, I bang a few of those up at the appropriate time. That's a lovely little New Year's present from Courtney. Bless you. Thank you, sweetheart. Really appreciate that. Um, you totally knocked me off my stride. Anyway, <laughs> fellas, so how's your week been? Oh, very, very um, up and down. Um, uh, um... Highs and lows, bit of a, a lump in the back of my mouth, which is um, causing a bit of pain, so it hurts a bit to talk. But apart from that, I'm all right. Good, good. What about you, Steve, my friend? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're we're slowly um, slowly getting back to normal, and I think hard to kill definitely um, helped us back to normal. So can't complain here now. No, definitely hard to kill was fantastic. I'm glad you're feeling better, mate. We did yeah. miss you. We missed you, buddy. We missed you. Um, no, it's nice to know. Definitely. Look at this. Uh, Mir, what's that? What, what does that mean? Courtney, Gates will all $50 super stickers. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. We do appreciate it. Lovely. Thank you. We do. Uh, can I just say hello to Courtney again? Obviously, we've got Mir in the chat. Um, I'm just wondering who else is actually joining us at the moment. So uh, slowly building up. Slowly building up. Don't forget to let us know you're there. Obviously, the joke is in there. And, of course, simply Steve himself will be putting stuff in there as well. But exactly. uh, if Oh, Zach's turned up. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Courtney got lunch covered. She definitely has. <laughs> so it's fantastic. Well done. The mass dog is here. Can we say Okay, yeah, mass dog is here as well. So we're all in. We're all in the house. It's going to be great. Um, okay, guys, we've got so much to talk about with Hard to Kill. I do want to get some of these news and rumors out of the way as early as possible. So let's have a quick chat. Now, the first thing I've got on my list, we've got the New Japan Pro Wrestling's very own Jay White has been announced to be performing in Florida tapings. Um, what are your thoughts on this? I think this is great. I think it's the right thing to do. Let people know that he's going to be there. Big name. Um, you know, you know, hopefully that will certainly help people, the, you know, the ticket sales, etc. I think would be fantastic. So um, yeah, awesome. Steve, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's it's great to see Jay White back in the impact zone. Um, and like you said, 
announcing that he will be. You can go two ways. You can do what they've done at Slammiversary and leave it as a surprise. Um, or you can go do what they've done now and announce it. And announcing it, a big name like Jay White, that's going to get ticket sales up. Um, yeah. And it's going to create a bit of buzz as well. Because, you know, you know who else might show up with Jay White? Um, exactly. Uh, that's, that's the thanks that Jay's there, but there could be others as well. Yeah. There? And I think as well, given what's happened with the Bullet Club since Bound for Glory, the Bullet Club needs a little bit of a lift. I think you're right. What about you, Joe? What's your, oh, can I just welcome Donald into the chat for the first time? Comment in. Nice to see you, bud. Thank you for joining us. Uh, sorry, Joe, what are your thoughts on, on the Jay White situation? Um, well, see what um, said, what I... What, um... I need to say, uh, like um, the Bullet Club has been on a bit of a slump, and Jay, Jay White coming back is obviously going to give them a new direction, hopefully. And yeah, yeah. Um, this, they, they could even be the ones that end up taking on the guys from Ring of Honor who've come in. We, if you look mm. at it now, we've got a possible four, four-man team possibly now. Could yeah, that's true. Ones, or, or could they be another spanner in the works? So there's a lot of um, twists and turns following on from the epic start of the year it's just great to see jay white getting announced and like as well like steve said having a name like that announced now is better than having someone just having it come out the blue or doing a tony Khan and announcing it on the night that someone's coming in no exactly i i think it's great i think it's a good boost um to let people know the impact mean business they're coming to they're coming to florida they're doing some they're doing some great promotion now uh so you know at the end of the day, the more the more promotion that they do, the better. I think it's great. Um, now, oh, baby, you're right. You're Damn right. right. Uh, <laughs> we've also had this week Tasha Steeles appearing on Busted Open Radio, telling the world Diana is a fake Jersey girl, um, which I thought was was quite amusing. We got Bully Ray giving it the Billy Big Beans. Um, obviously, Dave LaGreca was giving it some as well. Uh, so it was uh, it was pretty fantastic. Um, but uh, there you go, Mir. So look at look what Mir's got to say. Look, just in case you don't know, already nine days away, I'm finally going to be in the front row bill at the Fort Lauderdale, actually Pembroke Pines, to be exact, tapings. So, yeah, uh, yeah. we are going to be looking out for you, my friend. We're going to be looking out for you on the TV. Um, and if we see you, we're going to be giving you a shout out on the show, that's for sure. So, um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. I think that we're we, they're starting the right way, you know. They really are uh, coming out. They really are giving us some some, um, you know. They're giving it good promotion. That you know they're doing the right things now. You know they're letting people know where they're going to be early. We're going two weekly on the tapings. You know mm. they're, they're letting people know who's going to be at the shows. You know it, they're giving people a reason to buy tickets to come and see Impact Wrestling, which is great. Um, so also talking about. Um, shocks from from obviously this past week we've got mickey james has been announced to appear in the wwe royal rumble um i don't know whether to say congratulations or i'm sorry i totally agree on that um you know I, at the end of the day the fact that uh that mickey was announced as the impact knockouts world champion i think was a big plus um it was announced on smackdown i believe uh just yes, before was. Hard to Kill, which is fantastic. And, of course, the WWE was mentioned several times, or the Royal Rumble was mentioned several times um, over the over the Hard to Kill pay-per-view, which is very, very interesting. Um, 
like I was completely blown away when I saw that. The WWE working with another promotion is just insane. Mm. Um, but there you go. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, guys? Oh, um, there's a couple of rumors about um, why this has happened. One of the more negative rumors is is that um, the reason why Mickey James has been brought in is because the women's roster on the two main two main cards is about 24 superstars in total, 27 if you include the champions on on each side or something like that. And they bought they bought Mickey James in as a plus one. The way I see it is, it's Mickey Mickey James has brought Impact and NWA together. Mickey James is a former WWE superstar, and this is a Mickey James basically pushing what um, women's wrestling can do in general and pushing herself forward and showing that all the um, bad grapes and bad things that happened with her in WWE in the past, it's water under the bridge. And it's time to, you know, put the negativity aside and let, let's see what happens when you actually do work together. So Yeah, I it, agree. It's, it's, win, it's win, interesting. Win. It's it's a one off. I don't think it's a working relationship like we were seeing with Impact and AEW or Impact and New Japan for wrestling. I think this is a one off yeah. for Mickey James, but mm. it's a hell of a one off to have if it is just a yeah. one off. So and and all I can say is uh, cheers to Vince and cheers to Stephanie McMahon for even agreeing to do this too. It's interesting to see how that's how this is going to pan out. You know, is it for instance so uh, WWE? You know, using impact as a way of saying you know screw you aew uh we're gonna help we're gonna help one of your competitors you know we're gonna help one of the up-and-comers kind of thing i don't know um very interesting but, like sort of yeah sort of 15 years ago impact sort of tna were the ones that they didn't want to know yeah. exactly yeah because they were the biggest rival yeah. but i mean you know uh interesting what courtney's just saying there um is it uh we also found out yesterday that uh, mlw is actually suing the wwe which yeah. is interesting for I've uh shared that aggressive... on my twitter if you guys want to see it well i don't know i mean i don't know how true that is but i mean you know it, they're apparently actively going after the mlw roster members um it doesn't surprise me and i'm sure this is the sort of stuff that's been going on for years um but obviously mlw or court barrows now sort of kind of saying enough's enough i've had enough of it but what's really weird is it was only a couple of months ago it was only just before christmas that there was a rumor that the mlw were going to be working with the wwe so weird but there you go yeah different talks go different ways don't they it is very strange it's very very strange but you know lots and lots going on um mm. Sorry, Ray. We don't we don't discuss spoilers on Impacted. If if you don't mind, thank you ever so much. Um, so it's it's interesting, really, that um, you know all of this all of this stuff is sort of going on at the moment because then all of a sudden, obviously, you know there was an announcement a couple of days prior to Hard to Kill that Matt Stryker was no longer going to be uh, the play by play commentator. He'd been let go, etc. Um, and then. Um, Everyone was speculating. I mean, who's going to be, you know, who's going to become the next, uh, you know, play by play? You know, oh my God, I bet you it's going to be Josh Matthews, as the usual, you know, people say. But of course, it wasn't. We get ourselves, mm. you know, the day before, it was on the Friday before Hard to Kill, we get the announcement that Tom Hannafin, former 
Tom Phillips from the WWE. Uh, he was there for 10 years. Um, I believe he started with the NXT, then moved into SmackDown, I believe, as a commentator on there. He was let go um, in a, one of the re- first set of releases, I believe, um, about obviously roughly about a year ago. Is now obviously the new commentator on Impact Wrestling. Um, and uh, all I got to say is, um, if if his first day on the job was uh, hard to kill, is anything to go by? We've got one hell of a play-by-play commentator added to D'Lo Brown. Uh, what yeah, are your thoughts on this, guys? Turn that frown upside down, my man. You got well. We got. Um, I, I never thought it was going to be Josh Matthews because. Impacts have been slowly moving forward with their commentary team. When I say forward, um, I never thought Josh Matthews was was bad. Um, I I think it's who he's partnered with. You know, I I don't I don't think when he was with um, Don Callis that partnership done him any favors. I think when he was with D'Lo, I think that partnership helped him. Um, But Josh Matthews, I think, is a you know he'll come in when needed. So yeah. I don't think he was ever going to go back full time. So I was never concerned it was going to be him. Um, however, yeah, I think that this that Tom Hannaford, I I was not aware of him. I knew his name, but I was not aware of anything he'd done. But for me, he's got a little bit of everything from um, every commentator we have. I I don't like I said I don't know. Um, not many people seem to be aware of him, but I don't know if you, you'd. Um, remember of um, back and I think it was the late 2012 early 2013 Todd Kennelly when he yeah. joined with JB he's got that kind of sound to him with a bit of striker in him I think as well I, lo- I really like the chemistry of him and D'Lo have as well I think I think that it's going to be very very good going forward all I've got to say is that the, 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 I think the, the I thought him and D'Lo worked off each other really, really well. Yeah. I don't think um, it was almost like they'd been working together for a long time. It was, yeah. it, was it, it was. I couldn't believe the upgrade. It just lit. It just sounded better. Um, I don't know whether they're using different microphones because everything just sounded better. Um, mm-hmm. Full stop. And his, his voice and is his fantastic. It felt like it felt like he'd been working in Impact for years. Because you know he knew everything about everyone as he came in. Yeah, yeah, no, he did. He knew everybody. Um, in fact, there was a couple of occasions where he said he remembered certain groups when they first came into the company and all these kind of things. I was gobsmacked. Uh, he was talking about decay, like you know, from when they first appeared on TV and stuff. Yeah, um, which I thought was absolutely amazing. So it just goes to show he watches the product, um, or if he doesn't, he's done his homework. Um, mm. which is all you that's all you need to ask. I have to say, there's a lot of people talking about they should add Ian to the Ian to the team as well from Ring of Honor. Now, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that one. I think it's if you're going to add some, if you're going to add another voice, I think it needs to be a female voice, and I'll tell you why because that would be different, right? Because, um, you know, we're all very much sort of kind of, um, you know, all for the knockouts and all this kind of stuff. You know, we're pushing the knockouts. I think if you added someone like Vader Scott to the team yeah. that we have now with D'Lo and Tom, that would be incredible. So if we go with a three-man booth, we need two men and a woman for me. I, I, I thought Vader would have been an outside show to actually get the lead. Yes, yeah, so did I. So did I, because uh, it would have made the commentary different. 
to me as well, it's going to be obviously the chemistry between the three. Do they have good chemistry? Because you can put any three people together, but it can be a mess or it can be amazing. Yes, I agree. I agree. But I just feel, I just feel if you're going to put a three person team together, you need a female. You need mm. a female voice. That's, Maybe that's all I'm saying. Out on Vader for what we think the knockout show. Well, who knows? I mean, maybe. Um, I still believe that's coming. And I have to say that if you watched the um, press pass prior to Hard to Kill, um, a couple of people asked the question, is there going to be one? And they didn't say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all three of them said they thought it would be great if they did that. Um, this place. So- <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> that was good. So I can see, I can see it happening. Um, I think it's going to be, it's going to be great. I love all these sound bites. We need loads of them tonight. Um, anyway, Dildo Brown, Vader, and Tom, I think would be fantastic. Um, so, I can't keep a straight face. Every time I'm looking at the chat, I keep seeing Dildo and not Dilo as well. So yeah, I, don't know. I know. What the hell, know, what the hell Mark's done? I think one of the other one of the other impressive things is we've got uh, Mickey and Moose on a media tour in Florida, head of the TV tapings, turning up at you know uh, basketball games and all sorts of stuff like that with the logo being plastered, um, you know, all over the screens. You know, again, they're certainly upping um, the marketing and the sales side of things. You know, they're getting it out there. I think in my ass. It's right up my ass, that's for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, what are your thoughts on the way they're marketing it at the moment? Uh, it's a step up from what anyone expected they would do for 2022. You know, everyone was expecting it to be a bit more slower. And people, some people doubt that they'd even, they, they would even um, go any further, especially given how the, the pandemic has still affected a lot of things last year. But yeah. this year, this year, it seemed that. The second half of last year was let's get everything planned out and really, really push ahead with it next the next year, and that seems to be exactly what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, Mira. Yes, it is. It's the, it was the hockey team. I, do you know what? It's funny actually because I looked at it. And I thought, oh my god, they should have got. Uh, they they should have got if they were going to go to a hockey match. Um, you know, uh, was it? I don't know. If it, I guess it was ice hockey. Uh, possibly an ice hockey match. If they're going to go and do ice hockey match, they should have. They should have took um, EY, who's the biggest oh, yeah. ice hockey yeah. fan in the world. Um, but there you go. So, uh, but it's fantastic to see that happening. Um, they're obviously getting more and more involved. They're going to have to do more of this kind of stuff. Um, and it's great seeing Moose and Mickey really representing Impact in, in and trying to sell the product as best they can, which is absolutely yeah. awesome. Um, of course, we then unfortunately had the uh, the announcement that the inspiration was not going to be available for Hard to Kill um, or the tapings due to the, the, the virus we do not speak of, um, you know, which is a real, you know, which is a bit of a blow. Um, I know a couple of people thought, well, actually, they weren't needed on the card. It was already good. Um, potentially, that was the worst, you know, match on the card. A few people have said, but I don't yeah. believe so. I think the inspiration are great. I love the storyline that's been brewing with these guys. Um, so for me, it's a real shame. Um, and of course, luckily though, now that we're only going uh, every couple of weeks for tapings, they're not going to be off. TV for long. Yeah. That's 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 the important thing now, and that was the trouble. Only two when, weeks, isn't it? 
yeah, when they were going, when they were going for like you know four or five weeks worth of of shows, and you know that would be a big blow because they'd be gone for a whole set of tapings, so like like say well over a month. Whereas now they're only be gone going to be gone for two weeks, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, real shame on that one, real shame on that. But you know, it's one of those things. Better that better to be safe than sorry. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. Um, now, along with the departure of Rohit Raju, uh, it's also been noted that Falaba has been removed from the roster page. Now, for me, this is a big blow because I think Fala's amazing. I think over the last sort of like three years or so that he's been on the roster, he's done an amazing job. He's done everything that's asked of him. You know, uh, the only thing that really didn't happen with him was a heel turn. And I really believe that we should have had a heel turn. i got to say, uh, if we'd had a heel turn Fala, that would have been amazing. Um, but... You know, at the end of the day, if we're bringing in new people, then we've got, you know, some people are going to have to sort of kind of go by the wayside. Um, so real shame. We're going to miss Fala, but hopefully maybe yeah. in the future he'll come back. Um, he was probably on a pay-per-appearance sort of deal anyway. So mm -hmm. there's no reason why they couldn't do something like that with him in the future. What are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on this, Joe? Uh, I'm gutted. Fala has been there since Jeff Jarrett took over, as was Ray mm -hmm. Maju. So it's been, he's been there for a god a good four or five years it's got to be four and a half years now yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's been he's been he's had his high moments he's had his low moments but he's always been one of these really big really stable guys on the roster that you could guarantee will give you something even if it's if it's good or if it's bad he'll give you something that's at least worth um looking back and and seeing how it's how he's changed from past to present yeah, uh, yeah, you know, but the stuff he did with KM and Scarlett Bordeaux was was quite entertaining. Um, the yeah. stuff, he, even the stuff, the stuff he did with TJP was when we really thought he was going to get pushed into uh, the tag division. And if I think if TJP wasn't on a pay pay per appearance contract, we might have seen Firebar and TJP really get a push in the tag division. But yeah, um, it is that's just the way the business goes, and I've got no grudges against anyone. Um, for Falaban, um, not not um, um, not being there if he is, is indeed gone, it's just uh, it just sucks. But we've got uh, so many people coming into the roster now. It's, sadly, it's going to be the bad news is going to be forgotten, which is um, gladly. But sadly, we're going to be forgetting that Falaban was there. <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, what's interesting? Can I just say hello to uh, Violet? Uh, she's apparently having beefalo for lunch today. So thank you for joining <laughs> us during your lunch break, um, which is fantastic. Um, and hello to Mark. It's nice to see you, bud. We haven't seen you for a few weeks. And, uh, of course, Zach's in the house as well. And Hakeem. Um, great to see Hakeem here. Uh, he's just come off of my lunch break. So, uh, well, but he must have... makes me hungry. I know. <laughs> well, is everyone, is everyone American in the chat today, for goodness sake? But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's a great... Um, you know, it, it, like I say, one thing we got used to with Impact over the years is that they do continually refresh um, their roster, right? Mm. So we know that people come in, people go out. That's the kind of pretty much the way the way it works in Impact Wrestling. Mm. Um, you know, like you say, it's a shame to see these people go because we have invested a bit of time in them. But you know, like I've said before, were they moving the needle? Probably not. Um, I know that we've had this conversation before with regards to does anybody move the needle anymore? Um, mm. I think, you know, CM Punk turning up on AEW proved that didn't make a lot of difference, um, you know, to them. Um, you know, that I mean, as much as their ratings are going up, they didn't dramatically go up when CM Punk turned up, did they? So um, I wonder whether he's going to be worth the worth the investment. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? Um, I can turn it on anytime, Pat. Come on, no problem. 
oh, no, that would definitely improve ratings if we were to re-sign Sharkboy. Uh, we definitely need to get, we definitely need to, that's the bottom line. We definitely need some of that going on. Uh, but there you go. Uh, in fact, uh, it was great when we had uh, Shark Bone. Uh, oh, on, yeah. On the Christmas special, wasn't it? That was interesting. Uh, yes. I wonder where Shark Bone is today. Uh wonder where we might make an appearance. Who knows? He's uh, in the chat, though. Oh, is he really? Shark Bone's in the yeah, chat. Yeah, he popped out a while ago. Okay, it'd be nice to see him. Be nice to see him. Uh, so yeah, so there's a lot going on. Um, but uh, it is a shame. But her fingers crossed. Um, you know, some of the people coming in will be worth it. Uh, we've also this is a great one. So we also had Kimberly and Brandy Loren uh, basically roasting the dirt sheet on Twitter. Claim the the ones that were claiming that she was no longer with Impact. Um, interesting stuff because you know again. Just because you know they were zapped away or they're not necessarily at the, at the current set of tapings doesn't mean that they're not on the roster. It just means they're not being used at the moment. Um, and with a lot of these sort of uh, a lot of these wrestlers, like you say, although they are sort of kind of signed, they're signed to a per appearance deal. So mm. it does they don't necessarily have to come in to every set of tapings. Um, so I'm guessing that with regards to the Sue Young thing that was building with the fact that she's now got the demon in the oven um you know it, it, who knows where this is going to lead who knows where this just, is going to lead i think they just called an audible and sort of said look the plan we had i think it's been put on hold because you know obviously we can't go ahead with it right now yeah exactly that's exactly what it is so she'll be yeah. gone um probably I mean, for i think kimber sort of made you know made the reporter look it's dumbass Exactly. That's exactly what was said. And you're right, you know, it's, it's the melts of fake wrestling news, isn't it, at the end of the day? Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's interesting because, you know, the bottom line is, you know, these guys are still going to be around. Uh, they've not been taken off the page. Um, so, you know, they're there. They're there. You just have to, might just have to wait. Uh, maybe until, maybe sort of, I don't know. Cup. I don't know how far gone she is. That's the trouble. So it's a bit difficult to say yeah, when she's going to come back. March time, I think. Okay, so maybe they'll be coming back around then. Maybe. Who knows? Or Road Seat to Rebellion. They certainly do. They mm. certainly do. Uh, yeah, definitely. Now, mm. Courtney, what sign break did you ask for, my sweet? You better put it up again, and then we'll 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 put that one out for you. Um, so it's been announced that Impact will be putting on a show uh, during WrestleCon as well in Dallas in April. Uh, was it the first or the second around that time? I believe it's WrestleMania weekend. Um, so you know, what are your thoughts on this, guys? The um, sorry, I missed that. What was, was that? The the um, the WrestleCon, uh, the WrestleCon oh. in Dallas show. This this is interesting that um they got um four four different companies are all um, on the WrestleMania weekend one after another. Um, it's giving fans a hell of a lot of um, diversity to go and see. It's uh, uh, I was hoping that maybe we could get one of the one or two of the companies to do something together, but that may be something down the line. But still, for, for a WrestleMania weekend to get all four companies, Impact, Ring of Honor. I think AEW is there as well, and someone else, uh, and so New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm not sure if it's AEW or someone else. Um, yeah, but um, still, all, all those four companies there to give you something different to watch or something else to watch alongside WrestleMania is is um, um, just great for wrestling fans, especially if you're in the area. So 
and it's, it's just showing that Impact Wrestling is getting more involved with everything else outside again when they've been so restricted and so yeah. Um, and you know, they've just not been able to do it because of the pandemic. So this is just showing once again that um, they're taking bolder steps forward now. Think things have been held back long enough. It's time to, to push forward a bit more. Yeah, they're, they're certainly proving they're on the road now, aren't they? Um, again, mm. which is proved by the fact that Moose and Mickey James um, are obviously doing the media tours as well ahead of the Florida tapings, as we were just See, there you go, Courtney. I've had it in for you. There you go. Sorted. Can you hear uh, that? No? Well, let me turn it up for you. <laughs> there you go. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's pretty much the covering of the uh, the the covering of the of, of the news of the rumors we got going on this week. I mean, I know there was a couple of others, but uh, we really, really want to get into this hard to kill uh, review. It's, it's it's a fantastic show. So let's get started, guys. Hard to kill match reviewing results, and let's start with the pre-show matches. Uh, so, of course, when the pre-show kicked off, we were hit with Jake something versus Madman Fulton. Now, this was a match that we we, were, we didn't know was happening initially, but then they put that one out there, and boom, it was a great match, really good mm. match, and nice to see Madman Fulton especially getting a go out there without Ace Austin for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was good. It was a great match. Um, loads of to and fro from both guys. To totally two big men slapping meat. That's what you've got. It was a great, great match. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Jake obviously ends up defeating Fulton in the end uh, with the black hole slam. It was, uh, yeah, it was amazing. Really good match. A really great match to start the pre-show off. What were your thoughts on this one, Steve? Yeah, like you said, it's great to see Fulton one on one. Um, and at actually one-on-one -on -one without Ace out there supporting him. Um, and in fairness, I mean, I'm not saying they should break up, but it looked, didn't look like he needed him. You know, this, for me, was one of Fulton's best one-on singles matches that I think I've seen him in. You know, he really took the took the, um, took the brass ring and really sort of said, look, you know, look at me here. Um, you know, Jake has always puts on a five-star match, Um but I was really impressed with Fulton in this match. Um, you know, I, I'm i glad because we were really unsure as to why Jake was taken off that four-way match. And now I think we, we see why um, for this match. But, yeah, hopefully this leads to something for both men. Yeah, I hope so. It would be great to see, you know, uh, Madman get his, get his own sort of run, really. And again, same for Jake. What about you, Joe? What were your thoughts? I love this match. Um, like like Steve said, you know, Fulton got Fulton put on the most standout um, performance because you, you you didn't usually see him. You don't usually see him on his own. You don't usually see him wrestle longer than four or five minutes. And this match went on for a good good ten minutes or so, and um, it was just uh, a really good good opening match. That that, that power bomb that Jake something did it was incredible to to see anyone lift a guy like Fulton up in the air. And slam him, slam him so um, perfectly. You know, didn't didn't fall backwards or fall forwards. He just um, you know, proper pop up power bomb straight down to the floor. It was awesome, and the the, the finish was incredible too. Dino Brown even um, stealing some of my material a little 
son of a bitch. <laughs> so he says, um, <laughs> did, you, did you not hear the commentary? So he's, he's picking up and sending him into the void. One, two, three. And he's like, oh, you fucker, I've got to change my character now. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It just means he's been listening to the show. I hope so. <laughs> you, be- you better recognize. You better do. Better do. I reckon D-Lo listens. <laughs> you know, we know we know that several, several uh, impact officials or impact uh, people sort of <laughs> listen to, to our show. And they also, obviously, the review show as well on a Thursday. Um, so... You know, who knows? Maybe D'Lo caught it one 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 afternoon when he was, you know, just <laughs> flicking through his podcast to listen to, and he caught you on there. You never know. You never for reals, reals. Exactly for reals, reals. Um, expectations. Exactly. <laughs> we then got a really cool promo from Chelsea Green in the Ultimate X um, and Matt Cardona in the World Championship match, uh, which I thought was really good. You know, them saying, oh, are we going to be the next power couple and all that kind of stuff. Um, I-, I thought it was a really cool promo. What do you think? I love the promo. It was a great way to um, um, just set up both of the matches and it was a great way to... to... Give a shout out to Chelsea and to Matt Cardona on their wedding on the new on the new year. So it was it was just a really good promo. Matt Cardona, yeah, espe- Matt Cardona especially shone through on this once again, hammering home that Impact Wrestling is somewhere where he's come to really prove everybody what he can do and show everyone what he can do. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was one of the best promos from Matt Cardona I've seen for um, since since he's come to Impact Wrestling. Look at that. Is that true? Get him on here for a 50-minute interview. If I asked the USA a USA team, it would be it would be 2023. Um, what what are you saying, mate? What I don't understand. What are you trying to say, Zach? But anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we then go into the X Division four-way match. Um, that was Ace Austin versus Laredo Kid versus Chris Bay, featuring obviously the debut in speedball Mike Bailey. Um, now, for me, this was a great match, and all the competitors got in some some great offense. Um, but the shock for me was Ace actually eating the pin um, with the debut of Mike Bailey. Uh, it was a great match. Speedball looked fa- uh, looked great. What are your thoughts, Steve? Um, I'm with you to begin with. I was like, oh, you know, AC in the pin, especially after what they've done on Impact, making him look so sort of strong. The the only way for me they'll save this is if on Impact it leads into something between Ace and, and Speedball. Okay, yeah, maybe it will because obviously Ace is going to be pissed that he ate the pin, I guess. That's um, the only well, way that they'll that this. I feel can be saved. Yeah. Okay. What What are your thoughts on this one, then, uh, Joe? Oh, um, I, 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 I can see the uh, Ace Austin eating the pin, like um, Steve said, going into a storyline, even if it's not straight away. Um, a, a week after or so, Ace Austin's going going to have a chip on his shoulder after retiring, after making um, Johnny Swinger run for the hills. So it's obviously sold the the aftermath <laughs> of that. But Mike Bailey, Jesus. Christ, yeah. he was so impressive in that match. I have never seen him wrestle before, yeah. and I was I was left speechless after the, the match had ended. He was that finisher, the, the spinning round house elbow or quite corkscrew kick into the um, turnbuckle, to then follow up with that diving whatever the hell that was. Like as you know, Brown rightly put it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I, I'm going I'm going to tell you this now. He's a hybrid, um, obviously martial arts stroke wrestler. Okay, and if 
if it wasn't for the fact he didn't have a beard, do you know, he reminds me of Steve Blackman. Oh wow! Mm. So yeah, I'd love I'd love Steve Blackman. Mm. He was one of my favorite mm-hmm. wrestlers. In I sort of yeah, said he lethal weapon mix of Amazing Red and Low Key. Yeah, yeah. I can but, see a lot yeah. of that too. When Steve yeah, Wright definitely. But in term in terms of his kind of like martial arts yeah. type push, he's, you know, he's wearing. He's wearing the the black trousers with it with his yeah. with the black belt on there and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Very yeah. reminiscent. If he had a beard, he'd be very reminiscent of yeah. of a of a would, old school say, Steve Blackman. I would say, given what we saw in this match, I'd love to see him and and, and um, Laredo Kid tag. That would be insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. And again. Who knows what we're going to see, you know, in the weeks to come. Um, obviously, we've got some stuff to talk about with what's advertised for uh, Impact tomorrow night. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, but all, all said and done, I think it was a great, it was a great match uh, to, to sort of kind of end the pre-show leading into the main show and uh, really give us our first taste of what to expect from uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, so welcome to the Impact roster, uh, just like that. So that was Good pretty job, cool. Matt. Good job. Definitely a good job <laughs> signing that dude. Um, okay, so we then head into the main show, um, and we kick off the main show with the first ever Knockouts Ultimate X match. We've got Chelsea Green versus Lady Frost versus Jordan Grace versus Alicia Edwards versus Tasha Steeles versus Rosemary. Now, for me, this was a great match, and all the ladies gave their all. Um, there was a f- I, th- I felt there was a few miscommunications um, in some of the setups, but overall, the ladies did an amazing job. Um, shout out to Lady Frost for the off-the-top-the-tower moonsaw. Uh, I forgot what she calls that now. It's some sort of cold drop. thing. That's it, the temperature drop. Um, Lish and Tasha... Uh, I think it was, or it might have been Chelsea Green, actually, doing the double full body off the top, top turnbuckle. That was pretty impressive. There was also a great show of upper body strength from Jordan Grace when she held not only her weight, but also I think it was Tasha Steele's it was hanging on to her, or maybe Alicia Edwards. Lady Frost um, is hanging on to her. Frost, I think. Oh, it was Lady Frost. So another thing involving Lady Frost, um, where you know that she was attempting to get to the X. It was an entertaining opening match of the night, I think. You know, and of course, Tasha Steele's picking up the win to become the number one contender for the Knockouts title. And I have to say, boys, I have to say that uh, let me have a look. The Ultimate X match, who have we got? All three of us had Tasha Steele's for the win on that one. So let's just put that in there. So forget yeah. we're vying for the bragging rights in the preview, guys. <laughs> so we're going to see who's going to end up with the bragging rights at the end of this one. We really are. Uh, but I think that was a fantastic match. I was, it was, I loved it. Um, like I say, Lady Frost was great. Uh, all all ladies were great. Lish was great. She deserved her a, a, a chance to shine. I thought a fantastic match. What about you guys? Uh, Steve, you want to go first? Yeah. Um, you know this match. I think it lived up to expectations. Um, for me, I I think that Lady Frost showed glimpses here that she can she can in time be that top top-level babyface of the Knockouts division. I think she really knew how to work that crowd um, and get get everyone behind her. Um, and, I mean, Grace, for me, Grace and Tasha took some insane bumps in this match um, that they weren't in control of it. It 
you know, obviously, um, I think Frost, you know, done some dives, but it's the dives and the bumps. I feel it's slightly different. Great to see Alicia get a um, a, a big sort of pay per view spot. Um, but I, I, the only the only downside for me was I felt they went for what I would call the the cheating tactics of having Havoc and Savannah run in a little too early. Mm-hmm. But okay. beyond that, you know, for, you know, claps to the claps to the the five la- ladies in this fan, absolute brilliant. Okay, and uh, what about you, Joe? Um, this um, the um, this just shows that Impact Wrestling does listen to the roster. Jordan Grace yeah. and Tasha Steels had pitched this match last year to to Scott Demore. And um, he, he said he take it into consideration, and they've been waiting for a good six months for this match to come to, to come together. And this is what happens when you listen to your talent. Rosemary and Alicia Edwards were, were awesome in this match, as you just, and Lady Frost especially. Um, but and it, it was just so good to see something like history was made this night. And um, without repeating everything you guys have said, I, um, it was just a. Uh, a fantastic match and uh, yeah we all expected tasha steals to win but it was still really 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 uplifting and, re- and rewarding and surprising to see tasha steals win because it was like cry- I, I just couldn't believe the match was over not be- uh, not because it had gone by too quickly it's just it was just like from start to finish it was so intense it was almost sad to see it end <laughs> yeah no i agree totally with that i i really do it was a really really good match and you know, considering it was the very first time that these girls have done a match like this, I thought it was, it was, it was, it was fantastic. Apart from, like I said, cut the misfires, it was really, really good. But you'd expect to see stuff like that, you know, especially in a first time match. Um, I hope we get to see more of these. Um, you know, maybe it could become a speciality of hard to kill that we get an ultimate, we get a knockout ultimate X match. Uh, number one contender match for every hard to kill that kind of thing you know um, occasion it would it would be good because i think if you give it if you give it too often then obviously it it, it becomes less of a thing doesn't it yeah so um so it's, it's good it's great to see and you're right Gary. i think <laughs> exactly uh so fantastic uh, we then moved on to the x division championship match now we got trey miguel versus steve macklin um, once again, a great match. There was some real hard hitting from Macklin, especially. And boy, this guy is damn impressive in the ring. Um, Trey took all of what Macklin had to give, gave back some of his own. But, you know, overall, this was a great X Division matchup uh, that could have gone either way. Trey almost took out Christine, member of the uh, the Impact Ringside Mafia. Just thought I'd give you a shout out there, Christine. Uh, during an incredible over-the-top rope move on to Macklin with Trey eventually getting the much-anticipated 1-2-3 over the unpinned Macklin to retain his X-Division Championship. Now, you know, I thought this was a great match. What are your thoughts on this one, Steve? Um, Personally, I thought Macklin in this was absolutely hilarious. Some of his character work and his mannerisms where he was mocking Trey and sort of playing to the audience, I thought he was fantastic in this match. He actually um, showed a lot more personality in this yeah, match than he has done yeah. previously, I think. Yeah, I, I, I thought he really stepped it up in this match character-wise. Um, but that you, you really felt the the personal anger from both men come across 
in this match. Um, yeah. You know, it, it wasn't a case of we're just having a match and the match is the match and the outside sort of person out, you know, the outside angle is the outside angle. It, it really came across in the match beautifully. Um, and, I'm, and I'm proud the impact of backed Trey for, you know, for it. Because it, it they they've built up Macklin for about sort of six months now, and for to go but to put Trey as the one to pin him, that that's something special. I agree, I agree, and that you know what it does do is it elevates Trey to the next level again. Yeah. Really gives him some credibility, which I really liked. Uh, did you enjoy this one, Joe? It was amazing, absolutely amazing match. Um, there was it was um, faultless. This match, the, the, the dive that traded outside the ring was incredible. Like Steve said, the way Steve Macklin's character work in this match, especially mucking the audience, was was just brilliant. We got to see that extra dynamic from Steve Macklin, and the um, the, the whole build up to the match as well. Everyone, um, everyone thinking, oh, it's another um, match between um, uh, Macklin and Trey Miguel. We've seen it, we've seen it before. Yada yada yada. Um, but. The, the storyline that built up to it just and um, once again backs impact wrestling's ability to keep story stories fresh and, and yeah, yeah. Char- character work fresh and um this this whole match from end to end was so it was really really intense and really really bitter and brutal um i, I was I, I was expecting um trade i had trade to win it was just too soon to see trey, trey miguel lose the title but i was i even thought that it would come to macklin being knocked out outside the ring or, or Macklin having to submit rather than actually get take the pinfall. So for him to take the, the pinfall is more salt in his wounds than submitting in this in this case because Macklin was bragging that no one can pin me, no one no one can beat me at all. So so to keep him down for that for that was just really really fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I just like really. Young boy to you? <laughs> he ain't no young boy anymore, is he? No, you know. It's- and that's right. What Mark's just put up there. If you put Mark's comment up there, he's put, I'm so glad Trey retained. I was worried about the result. Trey will always be my guy because they tell Vinnie Mac to eat eat the bowl of dicks or something, eat the bowl of ducks and come home. Yeah. So basically he told eBay, he basically told Vinnie or, you know, whoever it was at the time just to go fuck themselves. He's got more important things to be put. He's got other priorities in his life, um, which is, which is fantastic. And he's come back to impact wrestling and he's been the best Trey Miguel that we have seen to date. You know, the rascals were good. They were fun. Um, but this Trey Miguel is a more serious and more badass Trey Miguel. And I think Definitely. this is, this is what we needed for Trey Miguel. Mm. And, Even and his I'm promos so- are coming off coming off a lot more like he's got more within him yeah exactly exactly so i think it's i think it's great um but uh everyone's wishing anna happy birthday wasn't that i think i've already done that wasn't that a couple of days ago possibly mm, think, yeah, i'm not sure but birthday. Violet, happy birthday sweetheart i'm sure i did it already but happy birthday to you um so you know there's there's um yeah, there's lots of stuff coming out of this one. And thank you, Courtney, for another $1.49. We appreciate it. Keep the money. Keep your money, sweetie. Keep your money. Um, you know, the, the 50 bucks is enough for now. We'll, we'll just leave it there. Um, we we we'll do appreciate it. tested after this. We do appreciate it. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, you know, keep, you know, get, get out there and buy yourself a nice, 
a nice dress or something. I don't know. Nice new bag, maybe. I don't know. Something like that. But we do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, we then had the Ring of Honor World Championship match. John Gresham versus Chris Saban. Um, now, you know, Ring of Honors, um, Ian Riccoboni and Bobby Cruz joined the broadcast team um, and everything else. That was really good. Um, I think Bobby announced the match. Mm. Uh, this was obviously, this was, you know, this match was contested under pure rules. And uh, boy, this match was top notch from start to finish. Both men showing why they are both classed as two of the best pure wrestlers in the world. Um, I love I mean, this match! <laughs> I have to say, this was one of the best matches of the night. Um, if you're if you're a pure wrestling fan, this is amazing. Um, and then, of course, in the end, the Ring of Honor World Champion uh, was just too strong for Saban, and he walks away into Terminus, I might add, uh, this weekend um, as Ring of Honor Champion, and he faces the one and only Josh Alexander, um, who hasn't lost a match in quite some time. So we need to. This is going to be interesting if he if he because he like if he loses at Terminus, you know where does he go from there? Mm. Uh, you know, or is he going to be the next Ring of Honor World Champion? Mm. You never know. You never know. But you know, maybe you know he Josh is the sort of person that Jonathan Gresham might want to lose it to, knowing how good and how mm. how over he is at the moment i mean this face the facts josh is now number seven in the world of the of top 10 wrestlers um so it's going to be interesting to see exactly where that one ends up i know that you were a big fan of this match steve what were your thoughts yeah for me this was my match of the night um it's pure it was pure technical wrestling um at, at its very best um, I will say that I thought uh, I've seen highlights of Jonathan Gresham, but I've never actually seen a full match, I'll admit. Um, and I thought Gresham's entrance to start with was amazing. Um, he carried himself like a champion, um, which is the main thing when you're champion. Um, and yeah, the, the match itself, you could just sit back and watch it all night. They could have gone for another half an hour and I could have been flat out happy to watch that um yeah. i will say as well i think um impact could learn a f learn a few bits from that because i know some people weren't 100 percent like in on the pure rules thing but i think impact could learn a few bits from that and sort of take snippets of that for the digital media championship yeah okay i mean yeah maybe um you know maybe that would make the digital championship a little bit different um, yeah. I guess by adding, adding a couple of rules in there that you have to abide by. Can I just say a quick thank you to Violet for her um, little donation there, a little super sticker. Really, really appreciate that. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. As she's, uh, I think she's just left. So I uh, hope you get to see the rest of the show at another time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, um, yeah, there is, there is a possibility you could. I mean, mm. the rope break thing or, um, you know, is interesting. Yeah, it's just something little to make it unique. And that's what this match had. Like, I know it's going to be, yeah. it's going to split fans. You know, some fans loved it and, you know, because it's different. Other fans think, oh, this is different. I can't get used to it. I don't like it. But, yeah, yeah. yeah either way, when you get, either way, when you get down to the nitty gritty, it's pure technical wrestling. And that is what both of them are fantastic. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, Jonathan Gresham could just get out of anything. Yeah, and I did like the commentary. They actually delved into why Saban got this shot because it was eight years ago when he beat beat Jay Lethal or something, tied with Jay Lethal or something. So they actually gave history as to why this match was happening, which I could, because to begin with, I thought it was just a match, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And can I just clear something up, Hakeem? Um, the, the the pure rules thing is because that's how Jonathan Gresham wants to um, basically, you know, have have his matches with regards to um, this Ring of Honor World Championship. He wants to have every match under the pure rules, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird, though, because they the Ring of Honor also have the pure rules championship don't they or something so mm-hmm. i don't know what happens to the pure championship um i don't know but there you go uh but either way i think this was a fantastic match and I, i'm yeah. certainly looking forward to seeing jonathan gresham versus josh alexander on terminus um uh, this weekend coming i believe um anyway moving on from that we then um get into the grudge match which was jonah versus my favourite and yours, uh, Josh Alexander. Uh, this was obviously a very, very hard-hitting match. Uh, Josh was, you know, showing why he is the face of Impact Wrestling right now. Um, both Jonah and Josh took this match all the way to the limits. There was some incredible stuff going on, some real hard-hitting. Um, Jonah is good. Um, I, I, I didn't realise how good he actually was, but he's very good. Yeah, I was incredible. Josh Alexander coming out with a victory over Jonah by making him submit um, to the ankle lock. Um, now, I'm going to say I this match was way better than I was expecting it to be uh, because I, I guess because I didn't I've not really seen much of Jonah prior um, to what I've seen recently, so I didn't really know what to expect of the match. What I did see was was two guys going full on um and you know i love the 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 way that the story was being told with regards to the you know the damaged ribs obviously jonah was trying to go for that then you had josh alexander sort of kind of pounding the ankle getting it all you know getting it all ready for the for the ankle lock to to eventually obviously get the get the tap out what were what were your thoughts on this match joe i'm gonna go with joe oh god i love this match um, Josh Alexander doesn't dis- disappoint. We all know that from from like day one. Um, like you, I've, ne- I've never seen Jonah prior to Impact Wrestling, and this match was was one of the best matches of the night, and it's definitely match of the year um, can- candidate for sh- sure. Um, yeah. The the storytelling in this match, you can really really feel that pure hatred they've been building up in um, between the two of them since Bound for Glory, of since prior- after Bound for Glory when Jonah had attacked Josh Alexander. And um, the amount the amount of punishment both of them took was in- insane, especially um, uh, Josh Alexander with his injured ribs, taking off the, the um, Canadian backbreaker off of um, Jonah, uh, bending him right, right over his shoulder. It was just insane to see that happening. And, when that, and to still be able to then lift him up and p- snap power on him and, and then go for the finisher. And it was just, just a testament to Josh Alexander's ability in the ring. We saw everything from him. We saw him fly. We saw him get the crap beaten out of him. We saw him manage to lift up one of the, probably one of the heaviest guys that's ever stepped into Impact Wrestling and um, go for well over 20 minutes and 
um, prove why he is indeed the face of the company. It was just so good to see both of these guys. Yeah, I agree. What did you think of this one, Steve? Um, I missed the start of the first half of this match because <laughs> the the issues they had with the sound, I thought it was on my end. So I was fiddling around trying to sort of sort it out. So, um, so yeah, I missed the sort of first half of the match. But um, the this was basically the definition of the the irresistible force meeting the immovable object, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. You, you basically had two walls going at each other, and I was kind of questioning, like, halfway through it, what is it going to take to finish this match? And in a way, it was basically Jonah beating himself to a degree, wasn't it? You know, it certainly kind of, was. Yeah, so it, I kind of don't think this is over. Oh, it's not over for a long shot. No, jo jo I, I don't think it's over. Yeah, it was it was a fantastic match. Both men left everything out. I mean, you saw, you know, Josh being victorious, but, you know, he left the ring battered and bruised. <laughs> There's no, you know, Jonas certainly left his mark on him. That final moonsaw as well, that was just, wow. Yeah. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Um, you know, imagine if he'd actually landed on somebody with that flipping heck. Yeah. Um, they'd I be mean, going to hospital, I'm, mate. They'd be going to hospital. Um, yeah, squish. Absolute beast. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this match. I thought it was really good. So um, I'm interested to see where this goes. I think there is more. I definitely think there is more. I don't think Jonah's going to be happy with that. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. And just a little note, Jonah has been added to the Impact roster page. So yeah. there's obviously more, there's definitely more to come. Um, we then move on into the hardcore war match. Obviously, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, Heath, Rhino and Eddie Edwards versus VBD and the Good Brothers. Now, we started the match with Diener and Rich Swan each bring their weapons to the ring. Um, and boy, this match started off hot and hard. Uh, you know, Exactly. Shame that Anna's left, mate. But um, yeah, so uh, the boy, it was a hard hitting match. And every three minutes we got alternate competitors. And boy, this match was just insanely fun to watch uh, with some great spots on both teams, including Rich Swan ended up entangled in a barbed wire board, which was huge, by the way. It wasn't a small board. It was twice the size of the boards we've had before. Um, that son of a bitch. Exactly, uh, Barbara. Bar, and much and 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 to be fair, the match was eventually won after Anderson gets hit by a Dallas Cowboys helmet. Nice touch, <laughs> um, and of course a gore by the incredible Rhino. Gore, gore, gore. Loved it, um, which was pretty awesome. Um, we need a gore soundbite. We need a gore soundbite. We do. Uh, although I'm quite good at it, to be fair. But anyway, um, so yeah, it was pretty. It, that was it was a pretty intense match. Let's talk about the match before we go into the shenanigans. Um, but uh, I think the match overall, this was one of my favourite matches of the night. What What about you guys? Oh, one of one of my favourites as well. And um, we, we um, it's there's so much to talk about. I don't want to bore everyone to death. Um, some of the big highlights to me was um, seeing the, the shout out to Team 3D by Rich Swan and Willie Mack to start off with. That was really, really entertaining. And um, Eddie Edwards setting Kenny on fire. That, 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 that I was like, Eddie, you can't do that. Kenny's your boy. And, 
it gets and you after after killing the original Kenny, gets another one, sets this one on fire. And I'm like, fucking hell, what the hell's going on? This match was just I wish um, it I have to say though, he only set the tip alight. I wish they'd yeah. set yeah. the whole thing alight. That would have been awesome. This match that was, would have was been awesome. it was um organized chaos at its best. And that was just the match itself. And we and I'll go on to Steve before we go on to the aftermath. Go on, Steve. What what are yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree with Joe on uh, on a lot of that. And like I say, a few other bits that I wrote down was uh, I thought in the initial one-on-one, I, I and even like when it got to two-on-two, I thought that Dina was incredibly impressive. You know, he's... I, I really want to see more of him in a, like, um, a dominant role because he yeah, does seem to sadly be the whipping post of VBD. Um, and obviously you knew that that wasn't going to happen until all sort of 10 men got in the ring. And I thought he really looked good in that initial kind of sort of role. Um, that pile driver spot from EY on um, Eddie um, outside the ring was that really nasty. Um, and it really does now look like they are sort of setting up, um, you know, Heath and Rhino, doesn't it, for that tag team shot. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think you're right. They're really pushing them big time. So I'm looking forward to that. Now, of course, while Team Edwards, Rhino, Heath, Swan and Mac were celebrating their victory, um, you know, Mike Bennett, Vincent, Matt Tavern, PCO hit the ring from the crowd and attacked them from behind, beating beating the team down and claiming they were here. We're here. Um, and then obviously Maria Canales comes along uh, well, sorry, Maria Canonis Bennett uh, comes along to join them in the ring. Um, you know, we then get we then get this backstage segment with G Miller catching Scott backstage, yeah. uh, asking him if he knew what was you know what just happened, and he claimed he had no idea and what was going on. He was going to get get to the bottom of it. Um, you know, th- I thought it was well done. Um, I wasn't expecting it at this point, um, as much as no. I was expecting to see Matt Tabham. Um, and the Bennett's. I was thinking they were going to be around for the for the uh, you know for the the world championship match to help Moose out, which we already discussed. Um, it was great to see them, especially with PCO and Vincent as well. Um, that was that was an added bonus. Um, what were your what were your thoughts on all of this? I was really really shocked. I um I thought I I knew that Mike and Maria had signed with Impact Wrestling, and they were rumored to come in on Germany, but I said um, in a uh, earlier last um, last week that I want to see conf- confirmation from Mike, Michael Maria or from Impact Wrestling before this even comes. Otherwise, I, I just thought, no, this isn't going to happen. This is just rumors. So when it happened, my God, it did, did. I was like, oh, my God, this really is happening here and now. And all this, oh, it was just so good to see Mike Bennett come back into Impact Wrestling after the impression he left. And it's so good to see, see Maria as well. As much, much as everyone hated her, she, um, yeah. that's just how good how good she was. She got everyone to hate her um, so so much. And it's, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see what the, the, they, they can do now and what yeah, they're yeah. going to do. And I think that we might even see like, the Bullet Club versus all four of these in, possibly for, for bragging rights or this could well, be... Well, you've got... You got VBD, you got Bullet Club, you know, yeah. we've got Decay mm. that can take them on. Heath Rhino have already issued a challenge. Yeah. Heath Rhino, you know, with the help of uh, Willie Mack and, and uh, Rich Swan. Yeah. There's all I, sorts I, of stuff. I, I, I would even this. like to see Mike Bennett versus Eddie Edwards. 
Yeah, that's true. And I like that. Yeah, you're right there as well. Uh, you know, when I saw Vincent, I was like, how the hell security let this granddad <laughs> hop the curb rail? You know what? I love Vincent. I think Vincent's amazing. He he reminds me of Rob Zombie. Yes. Um, I know they call him the Horror King, don't they, or something. Um, so I, I, I like him. I think he's a great mm. wrestler. And, yeah. uh, you know, he definitely has that Rob Zombie vibes oh, about him. And have yeah. you ever seen the have you ever seen the movie uh, The Devil's Rejects? Oh yes, yes. He he sort of kind of looks like one of the characters, one of the the the, the kids of yeah. the psycho clown dude. Um, yeah. he, he looks like one of those. He looks like a character from that. So he's. Mm. He, I I'm looking forward to seeing more of these guys. Uh, I've always. Yeah. I mean, I want to see Tavern um, and Bennett going for tag tag gold. Um, I think that would be amazing. Mm. They're a great That's tag team. Interesting one. Great, great tag team, and then of course you got PCO as well, and who's just well, he was amazing. he was long gone before it, ROH even shut, wasn't he? So that that's the interesting bit. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, yeah, exactly. So we got some interesting times ahead on where this one's going. Mm. I mean, Scott, Scott is definitely um, <laughs> heading uh, to the to find out what the hell is going on here. Uh, he's probably going to get straight over to Ian and. Uh, you know, and whoever else was there, uh, Jonathan Gresham. What the hell is going on with these boys? Ball uh, crap. It's ball crap, exactly. And I do think that we're going to need, you know, the likes of Sammy coming back in to sort these Ring of Honor boys out, if you ask me. But there you go. Oh, Sammy um, was really vocal about it on Twitter. I can tell you guys. Somebody... I bet he was. I <laughs> bet he was. Uh, we then move on to the World Championship three-way title match. Again, it was a no-DQ match. We've got Moose versus Marcy versus Cardona. Now, just to clarify, earlier on in the, the night, it was also confirmed that the main event was going to be the uh, the knockouts title match, mm. which is, again, like a massive... I don't know if it's a first, but it's certainly not done very often when you have no, uh, a, a female main event at a pay-per-view. No, but it was the right call, I think. Yeah, so do I. It was a great call, fantastic call, especially when you consider that, you know, at the end of the day, hardcore countries in her in, in her own state, you know? So it is yeah. it's and it was built up since Slammiversary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's been built that way. It's been that was a massive build. It was the right thing to do. I think it was brilliant. And it's again impact wrestling being ahead of the curve um on, on things that they're doing. Um and everybody else are gonna follow, you see. Um, so hang on, let me just think of something. I'm just reading what Zach was saying. Yeah, they were, weren't they? They were fighting in a cage, but there you go. Um, so this match really did not disappoint. Um, again, was hard hitting from the start with the match being a no GQ. We also got to see Chelsea turn up, uh, to try and give Matt some kind of advantage, but to no avail. As all three men gave everything they had, Morrissey even has Moose had Moose beat, but the ref had been incapacitated or indirectly taken out by Moose just before Morrissey hits him with a power bomb to roll him up. Uh, I think we get to like an eight count or something crazy. Yeah, with Craig it was down to eight before Morrissey got up, and it was yeah, it was mental. Um, now, eventually, Moose actually hits the spear on Cardona. Moose gets the one, two, three to retain the world title. Um, now. I, I, you know, again, I think just checking out what we've got written down here, I think all three of us went with Moose to win. Mm. So let me just put that one in there. I think all three of us went with Moose to win. Steve's not doing too good, too well at the moment. But um, so um, 
we all went for the moose win, so that's going on the bragging rights. We're getting there. Um, it was, you know, it was a good match. There was some great stuff. I think, you know, again, Morrissey and Cardona, Cardona especially, uh, proved to the world that they are main eventers. Uh, we all know Moose is a main eventer, um, regardless of whether, you know, he's been on, um, you know, um, WWE. <laughs> was that because I was stumbling there? You thought you put that one in? No, anyway. Um, so, you know, we all we all know that Moose is a main eventer, and he's proven it now, time and time again. Um, and now we've got Morrissey and the Cardona proving their main eventers as well. Um, I, this match was fantastic. It had me like totally into it from start to finish. Um, what what are your thoughts on this one, Joe? What are your thoughts on this, Sammy? Oh God, um, what do you think, Sammy? <laughs> <laughs> this this match it didn't disappoint um w morrissey especially really really um proved to everyone that he is going to be one of the 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 next big things in impact wrestling he's his ambition now is to be the face of the company whether whether people like it or not he's at his next goal and matt cardona god the amount of bumps and stuff he took in this match it was just incredible he's proven that he's way way beyond being that the um joke he was left to be in wwe you know the stuff he's done at gcw the stuff he's done at um impact wrestling it just shows that um he's someone that you really really can't sleep on anymore he's he's in a year he has turned his entire career around to to, for the better um moose Kudos, kudos to Moose. That was um, the some of the punishment he took off of Morrissey was uh, was insane. He got choke slammed. He got that, that power bomb, and um, most people wouldn't. Um, you you would expect Moose to, to either have to really really cheat to win or or get a cheap victory, but no, he, he won this match as cleanly as you can do in a triple threat match, and he just he, he just showed that throughout the match. He, he's um, willing to take as much punishment as everybody else. It was really, yeah. it's just a, even like like Mark said, every any, but all three deserve to win. It was just yeah. great that the Moose won. Incredible match, incredible match. I don't think, I don't think Moose was going to lose. I think it would have been way too early for Moose to lose. But um, like you say, all three of them could have won, and nobody could have complained. Yeah, nah, he was just going to hit Exactly. Uh, what were your thoughts on this one, Steve? No, I think you both summed it up. You know, all three men put in a hell of a shift here. Um, you know, Cardona, I think we knew going into this was going to be sadly the whipping, um, the whipping boy of the of the match. Although Moose took that horrible table spot, yeah. um, you know, on the outside. Which yeah, I will yeah. say led to probably the best moment in the match where Morrissey got hold of the um the fake leg and started yeah. beating um beating Cardona with the uh, yeah, where the did up. that come from? I missed that. Where did the fake leg come from? I think, I don't, I think no. from what Bill said that there was um there was a there was someone in the audience who was just trying to get it in you know, throughout the entire show and then finally managed to get it in, in the main event. <laughs> um but yeah. I don't think it was, obviously it wasn't planned, but yeah, Morrissey thought, well, I got it, I'll use it. 
just threw, threw it onto the floor and you could see the security hand trying to sneak it out. Back to, back to saying, um, saying, um, saying, oh, oh, it's now going back over my head into the audience. <laughs> yeah, that was that was mental. Uh, and again, it was all these things added in. And I love the fact they mentioned it on the commentary and everything. Yeah. Um, they made a big thing. Whoever put that in there is, is going to be loving life right now. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, any, any man who won, and, that, and that's the beauty of the, how they booked this. Whoever won, there'd have been no complaints. No, you exactly. Know, the, the only, the only yeah. complaint would have been when you sort of maybe sat back and thought, oh, that was a short reign for Moose. That would have been the only complaint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's it. I think what, for me, the main thing is that, you know, people that were, that, you know, mid, mid Cardona is not mid Cardona. He's a main eventer, as oh, is, yeah. uh, you know, as is Morrissey's. They're 100% uh, main event main event guys and they proved on this pay-per-view that they are main event guys um and moving forward i think they're going to be get, they're only going to get bigger and bigger and impact seriously needs to put pen to paper with these guys for a proper full-time contracts um, this is the good stuff uh, that's that's my thoughts on that one anyway um okay so moving on we then obviously move into the main event we got the knockouts championship match Main event in Hard to Kill, Texas Death Match, um, which is uh, interesting. Mickey James versus Diana Perazzo. Uh, both came out looking badass, I have to say. I really like the chaps things going on with uh, Mickey James is great. Uh, you know, they were both coming out really to make this main event the show stealer. Uh, they knew what they had to do. You know, they were given the opportunity to shine and they knew what they had to do. Both ladies, I thought, brought their A game. Uh, and although we saw a few timing issues here and there um, with some of the spots that were going on, um, you know, all this match was pretty damn good at the end mm. of the day. Um, you know, the WWE Royal Rumble was mentioned a few times before and during the match. Also, um, we got a glimpse of the Ring of Honor champion Roxy. He was also seen in the front row watching. I'm sure she wasn't there for the entire show, but there you go. Um, yeah. We saw Mickey. Um, gained the first pinfall on Deanna. And we also saw Deanna make Mickey tap out um, to the Venus de Milo. But of course, the match doesn't come to the end until until after the 10 count. Um, we even saw thumbtacks introduced and Deanna sending Mickey into them before <laughs> choking her out uh, with on her own ring gear, which was interesting, um, to gain a submission. Ray Walt appears, but Mickey soon deals with him, hitting him with a with a hardcore country guitar, uh, which I thought was great. Mickey then hits the DDT on Deanna uh, into the the, the thumbtacks um, and gets the three count, holds her down for the ten count to retain the Impact World Knockouts Championship, with her now leading into the Royal Rumble. Now, for me, I'm going to say this now before I ask you guys. For me. This is the best pay-per-view of the Anthem era. I love mm. every second of it. What do you guys think? I yeah. haven't seen fighting like that from a woman since I left my ex-wife for her sister. <laughs> oh, love it. Go on. <laughs> Your thoughts. Uh, uh, this was definitely the best pay-per-view since time of Versi 2018. Uh, um, and so, um, probably Summerversary 2020, what, Summerversary, Summerversary 
2021. Uh, this was um, um, amazing. This pay-per-view was just um, set up perfectly from start to finish. And like you said, and the Texas death matches, and all, there was a lot of no DQ matches in this, but each one was unique, which, which made which made made everything so much but so much more smoother and so much better and much more interesting. Rather than it just being another hardcore match, oh, we know it's going to. It's another hardcore match. It, every every match had a different format to it. It's, even the um, um, the hardcore gauntlet, it was different. It wasn't a five on five all at once. It was like progressive introducing people. It was everything. Yeah, yeah. And the main event was matched of the night for me, and I've, I was expecting um, Jonah and Josh Alexander to be to be the most, uh, the biggest like wow match for me. I love that match, but this match with Mickey James and Diana Prazo overall was match of the night for me. And kudos to Diana Prazo for um, uh, everything she did in this match because after Mickey James was the next little rumble, my prediction for Diana Prazo. Was sadly null and void because we all knew. Yeah. I think James. mine was too. We yeah. all went for Diano for this one. I'm uh, the greatest. She still exactly. is the fucking greatest. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, especially um, when, especially as Hakeem states about her going for uh, going for Miss Hardcore Countries. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, that <laughs> the, the Grinclaw from Diana Parasa. That was that was like whoa, 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 whoa. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> but this was this was fantastic match uh, the whole the whole um, full credit to impact wrestling and full credit to the entire roster for this this was just amazing <laughs> that's brilliant Mia. that's the best thing you've ever said in the chat mickey had flashbacks to wrestlemania 22 <laughs> when she grabbed trish's stratus <laughs> <laughs> oh. classic classic Mia. thank you buddy I've, I've, I've never even thought about that but yeah that's right i remember <laughs> that now Bloody hell. Um, so there's mm. some interesting stuff that came out of all of this. And uh, the main thing was it. I just felt it was, apart from a couple of technical issues um, in the Jonah-Alexander match, generally it was fairly smooth. Mm. Yeah. All the way through. I thought, you know, the promos were good. The backstage stuff was good. Mm. Uh, you know, everything, think, everything made sense. I think the fact that we had less match because normally we have like nine, ten matches. The fact we had less matches meant we got more promo time, and I think I prefer that. Yeah, I mean, you know, to be fair, I think it ended a little early, didn't it? Which it would have done because obviously there was one less match. Yeah, mm. but they yeah. had they had they had the plan to get all, get all the matches to to ground at the right time. It's just one match short. It didn't make the event feel as long as it would do with obviously because of the less time being there. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, it, it worked, and it probably would have worked just as well with the Knockouts tag team match in as well. If that was the second match on the card after the um, Ultimate X match, it would have worked, worked just as well. Yeah, possibly. Mm. And yeah. I, got, I got to agree, Mark. Mm. I got to I agree. agree with you. Uh, this show was as close to perfect as you, as you could possibly get. Um, You'll never it, get it, it 100% it, perfect. But that, no, yeah. you know, but it was damn good show. It was a damn good show. Proud as a peacock. Yeah, they should all be so proud of themselves. Uh, I know that. Um, I know that uh, there was a there was a, 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 a someone. I think it was Christine actually videoed um, Scott Demore and Gail Kim coming out at the end after the uh, the main event and praising everybody and praising them. Um, yeah, amazing. And uh, you know, I, I'm just absolutely hyped now. 
I'm absolutely hyped on on what we're going to get moving forward. I'm really excited. I think people not watching Impact Wrestling at the moment are completely missing out. They need to get their fingers out of their asses and start watching the best wrestling show on TV right now. Um, I'm I'm so excited about what we're going to get over the the coming weeks. Uh, I really am. On that road to rebellion, of course. Um, So, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, So... Also, last night, we, of course, we had the uh, digital media match of Savannah Evans versus Havoc of Decay. Um, Havoc eventually defeats Evans. I have to say, this is not the best match I've seen um, for a while. In a lot, I have to say, uh, a little bit disappointed in this one. In terms of, I just felt it was very flat. Um, and not not because we just come off a pay per view, but I just didn't feel it was a it was a particularly good match. It didn't seem to flow. They didn't they didn't seem to gel too well together. Um, but I don't know. Did you have you seen this match, guys? No, yeah. I've not. But um, I was going to check it out tonight. But, but... I mean, check it out by all means, by all means, and you'll probably see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it, Steve? Say about yeah, I think it's like what we often say about like big man matches, you know, and it's just like big knockout matches. It feels like. They're, they're too similar sometimes and i think yeah, as well yeah. i mean i don't know i don't know too much but to me savannah feels like someone who needs to work a little bit with someone who's got experience and i know havoc is experienced but i think she's experienced and very similar whereas yeah, you know, maybe in some someone like a rosemary she's she's experienced but in a different way I just, I'm sorry, it'd be just a poor match. Mm. Um, I, I was a bit disappointed in it. And to be honest with you, if I, I probably would have not put it out. Mm. Honestly, it wasn't a good match. Mm. Um, I know, think they really need to have a refresh on what they want to do with the digital media sort of stuff because. I think it was just an extra match. They, they, they all they oh, decided yeah, I know, to do was just give seen, you an extra match. Nothing we've um, seen with this digital media sort of content has led towards the digital media championship. No, not since not since Jordan won it. No, no. So everything really after to, that is just really been sort of kind of random. Think about what they're gonna do with it. Yeah, yeah. And Mark, I agree. It's, it is one of the worst matches I've seen in a long time. Um, it, it probably it really was a waste of five minutes of my day. Um, you know, and, I, <laughs> and I and I hate to say that because I am a big Havoc fan. Um, mm. You know, Savannah Evans is still mm, I'm not I'm on the fence with, um, but you know, you know, I, I'm going to say that Savannah made Havoc look bad. There you go. Um, but then let's just move on to more interesting stuff. So tomorrow we've got the BTI match has been announced. Interestingly, everyone was saying that, that BTI was going to be canned. I don't know where that all came from. Um, but obviously, BTI is still going on um, because we've got a match announced for it, which is Black Taurus versus Matthew Raywell. Now, um, I, I saw some great pictures of Black Taurus and uh, uh, Laredo Kid on, on, on the socials with them wearing these fantastic red impact tracksuits. Um which I thought was pretty cool. Obviously, everyone's been given us given a cool tracksuit to wear, um, which was really good. And they were sort of very looked like they were very proud to be wearing it as well, representing the Impact brand, which is great. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm a massive Black Toros fan. I think, and over the last few um, last few sort of kind of weeks, we've seen a couple of pretty good Matt Raywalt matches as well. 
you know, Matt is a good wrestler. Um, mm. You know, and Black Taurus is an amazing wrestler. So I'm expecting this to be a good match. Yeah. What about you, Joe? What do you think? Oh, definitely. Um, I have to agree with you fully there. Um, Black Taurus has been one of the uh, most interesting superstars on the roster since he's come in. And Matthew Raywald is an incredible wrestler. So to see these two contrasting stars go head to head is going to be really, really interesting. I think Matt would be great for a Ring of Honor Pure Rules match. He would be, be perfect. He'd be because perfect he is that. very technical. He's a very good technical wrestler. Yeah. What, what about yeah. you? I mean, what are your thoughts on this one, Steve? Are you looking forward to it? Oh, definitely. Um, and I think that both men, um, you know, deserve at the moment more sort of more than they've they've had recently um I, i'm going to be very interested to see what happens with matthew raywell going forward because it did look like after hard to kill there could have been a slight sort of face turn from diana you know they they kind of her and mickey did sort of embrace like so yeah. that it's going to be interesting that um but so i don't know if that was just an after after the pay per view. Okay, we're 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 off camera, or if it was a case of okay. I think it was that. I think it was a case of you know yeah. what? Fuck me. We've just had an amazing match. Like, yeah. thank it's you so be, much for being a part of that. Be, it, did, it did happen off air. It did, you, you, you 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 find it on mm. Twitter uh, on the um, Impact YouTube on the on mm. Impact YouTube, but you wouldn't find it. It wasn't broadcast live. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. we've seen it previously before, haven't we? But yeah, but no, I do think that both men like Taurus need, you know, we need to see him and Steve back in the tag team division. Definitely. And we need to see Matthew Ray Walt sort of elevate. I think he would be perfect for the digital media championship. I think your digital media champion has to be someone that's very prevalent on, digi on digital media. Mm. That's why someone like Jordan's got it because she's quite vocal. Uh, when it comes to social media, you've got your Jordan Grace. Uh, sorry, Chelsea would probably be quite good. As Rose would Matt, should have it then, yeah. I think. I as mean, would Matt, Matt Cardona. I mean, Jake, um, as far as I'm aware, Jake is still the number one contender, isn't he? And he's still not had a shot. Yeah. So, yeah, so I should imagine that's going to be coming up possibly at the mm. next, um, you know, at the is it No Surrender? I think No Surrender yeah. is the next special, isn't it? So that could happen there, uh, before we, you know, before you know. Um, Nice to see Armin in the chat there. We haven't seen him for a while. Um, yeah, I don't. I th he's, again, I think he's on a paper appearance, so he can, mm -hmm. you know, he can he can go over to MLW or wherever he wants. Um, but I think primarily he's he's, he's on Impact I TV. Most, I think most Impact wrestlers are kind of like that. You know, you 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 work for us mainly, but you can go wherever you like. Yeah, because they got earn money. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, they're they're not paying them enough money to go exclusive. That's that's the bottom line. Um, you know, I'm sure at some point they're going to get a core exclusive um, set of, of of wrestlers. I mean, not even Eddie Edwards is exclusive. Um, yeah. However, I believe there are certain wrestlers. I believe there are certain wrestlers on the Impact roster that you have to book through Impact. Yeah, I believe. So, um, so that's an interesting one as well. That's part of the contracts. Um, but we then go into Impact Wrestling tomorrow night. We've got the fallout from Hard to Kill. Um, 
Now, at the moment, um, don't know if you can have a quick check, one of you, um, but we, I believe we've only actually got two matches advertised. So we normally get at least four. So I would imagine if they've not advertised anymore yet, we might get one advertised tomorrow morning and we may get, uh, but I'm sure we, we normally get a surprise as well. Uh, but what we have got advertised is obviously Speedball Mike Bailey versus Jake something. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be an interesting match because um, I talking about kind of Ace Austin being pissed off at the one being pinned in the match yesterday. Yeah. You know, I, like I would not want to see Mike lose and I don't want to see Jake lose. So I wonder whether we can end up with this one being a, a DQ, um, you know, uh, with Ace Austin and Fulton getting involved, you know, getting involved with Mike Bailey or something. Uh, so we end up with that feud that we were talking Could about. Could lead to a tag match. Yeah. Um, so there's there's all sorts of potential with that one. Uh, we've also got the winner-takes-all match uh, advertised with Deanna versus Roxy. Um, again, um, you know, I know that the, the result on this one's been leaked. Uh, I'm not going to say, uh, just in case people haven't seen that. Uh, but again, I think this is going to be a great match. Um, I know that these two have actually faced each other previously, um, mm. I believe, for the knockouts title at some point. So it will be interesting to see this match happen and whether mm. um, we end up getting Deanna taking, taking that belt, the Ring of Honor Championship. Four-time knocked-up champ. Oh, yeah. Bam! Um, and, of course, um, it'd be interesting... Bam! There you go. It'd be interesting to see what happens with this based on, obviously, Roxy. You know, is she... I mean, I know she's been advertised to uh, be in a match on MLW next week as well, I believe, or appearing at their set of tapings. Uh, but, of course, we also know that recently she was at the Performance Center of mm. the WWE. So what is this girl going to be doing? What is this girl going to do? We'll have to wait and see. Um, mm -hmm. what, what are your thoughts on this match, guys? I'm looking forward to seeing it. I've not, I've not seen any spoilers, and thankfully, and mm. I'm not, I've not seen a lot of Roxy either. So I'm really looking forward to just seeing what what happens, and especially with Jenna Peraza, I want to see how banged up she still is after that that match on she had with Mickey James. She must love to be cut cuts and bruises somewhere. It's going to be interesting to look look for all the cuts on her head, especially from attacks. <laughs> and um, uh, Jenna Pross is a fantastic wrestler, and Roxy's got a, huge, a really good reputation. So I'm looking forward just to this. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. I miss Lakers as well, Courtney. I do. He's a he's a great guy. I don't know where he is. Um, he obviously maybe he's working or a little bit busy at the minute, but hopefully he catches us on the replay. But uh, mm. we do love Lakers. We do. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so I, th I think either way, I think this is going to be an interesting, um, you know, out, you know, fallout from Hard to Kill. We're going to get a lot. I think it's probably going to be promo heavy. I'll put We're going to be setting up feuds. I think, I think if Roxy wins, then it says she's not going to WWE. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, you say that, but I mean, she still could be going anywhere, couldn't she? Oh yeah, she might not be. Yeah, she could be going anywhere, but I don't see her going to WWE as the Ring of Honor and Reina de Reyes champion. No, of course not. No, of course not. Um, I hope she signs with Impact. I really do. I, I, I mm. think she would. She would benefit more 
by signing with a company like because we would we would stick a rocket to her back and and you know it would be very interesting if diana did lose because that would be losing twice in a row so that could be a very interesting story yeah i could see i start to crack we could see a probably break away from matthew raywald as well on a losing streak yeah eh? the, the fake jersey girl on the losing streak yeah that's just still saying that's obviously planted planting some seeds of course she is of course she is you know i mean tasha's going to be all over that um she's she's gunning for diana yet her title uh match at the moment is is looking to be with mickey james but there we go um so there's a there's a lot there's a lot to be looking forward to over the next uh, over the next few days and of course we've got terminus heading into the weekend so if you're interested in in, in that um, you know I, I've already got it set for fight to on, on fight TV um, I've got that one booked in I probably won't watch it live um, got a lot going on this weekend um, but I will certainly be checking it out at some point next week Thanks, looking forward to that one um, now. That's pretty much all we've got time for this week. Um, it's been, like I say, it's been a fantastic review. I've really enjoyed watching Hard to Kill, reviewing it, previewing it. Um, the only thing left to talk about is who ends up with the bragging rights on, on the predictions from the preview show. Now, in third place, uh, with four correct match results, is the man simply known as Steve. In second place, with five correct results, is the man known as the Joker. And in first place, with the full bragging rights, with six correct match results, the Bison. <laughs> Turn that frown upside down, boys. Cocktail hour, brother. Cocktail hour, brother. The bison yeah. wins again. The bison wins again. He's hard to kill. He's fucking hard to kill, baby. But there you go. Um, so bragging rights go to the bison. Uh, but anyway, all that said, uh, please don't forget to head over to the TNI. On, I forgot TNI Patreon for exclusive event content uh, when you sign up. And also make sure you watch tomorrow night's TNI flagship Impact Live review directly after the show is aired on Twitch and, of course, YouTube. Uh, there you go. The information there to join Patreon was just on screen. Um, also, all TNI shows are available for all of you listen on the go fans um, as audio only via SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite uh, favorite shows, um, you know you you will find us there. Um, exactly, good for you, Bison. Uh, where can we find you on the socials, Joe? You can jump onto Twitter and look for at JOK Empty Space, or hop along to Facebook. Look for hashtag empty space, hashtag the void, or if you want to test your sense of humor, hashtag daily giggle and jump onto my jump onto there with an open perspective and you just might keep your sanity. Exactly. Take care, Mark. Uh, if what about yourself, uh, Steve? Where can we find you, buddy? Um, you can find me over on Twitter at simplysteve311 for everything impact wrestling related. Or you can have head over to WrestleBuddy um, on under the Impact Wrestling header for a new article every Thursday. I'm back on it again now. 
Good man, good man. And if you're interested in finding out a bit more about the bison or some of the stuff, I mean, I'm pretty much on it pretty much every day with regards to impact news, you know, impact stuff. Also doing a few interviews here and there. Got a few lined up. Uh, so keep your eye out for those. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at Lord Bison 45. I am getting closer and closer to 1,500 follows. Uh, please help me get there, guys. I really, 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 really appreciate it. Um, also, guys, please take the time to help us out moving up the rankings on YouTube by giving us a thumbs up. And if you're new to us um, and you like what you see, don't forget to click subscribe. And don't forget to give us give that bell a tickle, a squeeze, or even a smash uh, to never miss any of the TNI UK and US teams' great content each and every single week. Um, don't forget, if you want to support TNI, head over to the Spreadshirt store or Pro Wrestling Tees dot com for slash total nonstop impact for all your great t-shirts uh we've got some good stuff on there at the moment with all that said i've been bison they have been the joker and of course simply steve this has been episode 64 of impacted take care everyone We're bison. we are